Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. On TV, I went over that at the beginning of the show, but it's not. Hopefully, there's cell phone video if another Michael Harris home run happens. Uh, and you'll send Bryce Elder to the mound after the Braves won 6-5 in their opener yesterday. Then we have uh, the Hawks tonight. Our pregame starts again at 6.30. If you're going to the game, the tip is at 7 o'clock. So it's a 7 p.m., not 7.30, 7 p.m. tip. Hey, they're already playing. Yes, because you weren't listening to the radio when I told you it was a 7 p.m. tip. Look at your ticket against the Orlando Magic tonight at State Farm Arena. It is race day at Atlanta Motor Speedway. 3 o'clock green flag for the Amber Health 400. Looks like a beautiful day to go racing. Boogity boogity. And uh, get going out there. At, uh, for the uh, spring race here, Joey Logano and uh, Michael McDowell in the front row. Of course, Logano won this race, spring race, last year. And uh, tomorrow, uh, everybody's going to be in Indianapolis in the NFL because uh, this week the combine is underway. And so we're going to have a lot of potentially a lot of Falcons news in this offseason. could be a big offseason for the Atlanta Falcons. A lot to get through here. One of the things, that, even though I know some people are starting to mention Kirk Cousins here, to keep in mind is the Falcons, you know, they could do the Kirk Cousins deal. They could. They currently have $41 million under the cap after the expansion of the salary cap. They got a lot of positions to fill with that $41 million. I understand, okay, even if you have some restructuring and other players get cut. You want to spend it all on a quarterback? I mean, you can, but basically that's what you're doing if you're bringing Cousins in. You're really hamstringing you in other places here. Uh, I'm just, just letting you know that, okay? I'm not, I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm just letting you know that. Through all of this, there have been two major stories that have rocked college football. Now, I'm going to touch on both of them just for a brief moment here, and, but I it, just to get a little background here so that you understand what's going on. 
and it's happening. Super Conference is happening faster than I even imagined. It is going at warp speed. I thought, well, okay, they announced Texas and Oklahoma are going to be coming to the SEC. They announced USC and UCLA are going to be joining the Big Ten. And as, at, that, at that point, when those first started leaking out, I go a couple of years ago, I said, hey, we're headed towards Super Conference. And then all of a sudden, Oregon and Washington are like, hey, we really want to be in. Can we be in? And the Big Ten finally said yes. And then suddenly, there go Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, and Colorado, and they're off to the Big 12, and the Pac-12 disintegrates, which is why Jim Phillips, the commissioner of the ACC, is fighting so hard to hold on to the ACC because he doesn't want the ACC to disintegrate like the Pac-12 did. And that's why Florida State is fighting Jim Phillips in court saying we want out because this will. And then if Florida State leaves, Jim Phillips knows that if Florida State goes, there goes Clemson, there goes Miami, there goes North Carolina, there goes Virginia, Virginia Tech, which is why I've said to all you Georgia Tech fans, get out while the getting's good here. I'd be on the phone having conversations in, you know, in Indianapolis with the Big Ten uh, and, and saying, hey, uh, guys, we need, we need to have a chat here. Tony Petiti, we need to talk. It's going much faster than I thought. We had the advent of the 12-team playoff come into our world, which is going to begin this year, and I think a lot of us college football fans are excited about a 12-team playoff. I am. Now, I want to stop before I go any farther here. I'm going to try and make this as simple as possible because it's a complicated story. And I've been following this. My problem is I've been doing this for 45 years, and I've been following college football and reporting on college football for 45 years. So I understand this really well because I've covered – multitudes of NCAA conventions. I've talked about this with a guy named Chuck Ninus who first broached the idea with something called the College Football Association in the mid-1980s. And I have been an advocate, a strong advocate, in favor of a super conference and against the NCAA and their arcane rules and in favor of the players, the athletes at the collegiate level to be treated fairly. So I have been very pro-NIL. I have been very pro-portal, though it's a little Wild Westy even for me. So how do you get a hold of it? You get a hold of it by creating Super Conference and breaking away from the NCAA. Then Super Conference can sit down and make their own rules, governing the NIL, governing the transfer portal, because everybody will agree on them within Super Conference. The teams that are in Super Conference will all agree. Now, whatever anybody else wants to play, whatever rules the teams that aren't in Super Conference want to play by, they can play by those rules. But Super Conference will set its own rules, and it will be agreed by by all members. Because as as it stands now, the NCAA is in a box to kind of defend them on one level. When you go out and make rules, uh, you have to consider that those rules apply to every team at every sport at every level of the NCAA. And remember, in the NCAA, there are 335 basketball teams in Division I alone. In Division I alone. Okay? And now, now that's not counting Division II, Division Three, And so you've got to tra- – everybody's got to be treated fairly and equally and, you know, men and women in the whole bit. You know, you're, you're bound by law, by Title IX, to do this. So I understand why the NCAA is a little hamstrung here trying to figure it out. But if Super Conference breaks away and becomes its own entity, then it doesn't have to abide by NCAA rules and it can set its own rules. Do you follow? And by setting its own rules, like for example, I'll give you one rule the Super Conference would change. They would get rid of the December recruiting date. And the reason they would get rid of it is because you're now asking these and this is a little side story that sets up my point here. Have you noticed how many college coaches are leaving? Head coaches? 
are leaving to become assistants? There are like five or six, including Chip Kelly at UCLA, who went to be offense coordinator at Ohio State, because being a head coach is just an, an impossible task at, at the collegiate level, especially at the major collegiate level when you're talking about a playoff. You've got to go potentially in the first week of December to a conference title game if you're Ohio State or Alabama or Georgia, and then maybe to playing a playoff game the next week, a playoff game the following week, a playoff game right at Christmas. Oh, and by the way, another playoff game the first of January and a title game. Because understand something, you lose your conference title game and you don't get an automatic uh, buy in the current setup here, you're going to potentially play 17 games. 17 games. And you're going to be playing every week through December, and you're going to be playing in different places every week, on the road in most cases, unless you get a home game for the first week, and you've got to, you know, get your team right. You don't have time to recruit. You have no time to recruit. And, and wait, the recruiting date is also in. No, we got to, we got to move this to after the playoff is over. We got to go back to having one date, late January, early February. That's National Recruiting Day. That's National Signing Day. We cannot have a signing day in December. I understand why they tried to do it. They thought it was a good idea at the time. It's a disaster now, and it's going to be an, it could be unmitigated disaster in a twelve-team playoff era unmitigated because you know you just don't have time you got to get ready for a game it's just you can't do it so that's just one area of why you need super conference the other area i think you need super conferences because the nil is a wild west they can govern the nil okay better than the ncaa can because they can actually set up an enforcement arm that will govern the nil and they'll all agree all, all these teams however many there are 48 or 56 56 would be max We'll all agree on the rules, on the recruiting rules, on the NIL rules. We'll change the portal as a football-only portal. Whatever other sports want to do, whatever portal they want, they can go. We don't care. We're talking about only the portal that governs the um, the Super Conference. They'll set their own one portal window every year, maybe two, and one recruiting uh, day every year. They'll set their own calendar. They'll make it a lot easier on themselves. And that's why it's really important. And also, there's going to be a set thing for the NIL. You need to know there was a ruling this week from a judge. It was a preliminary injunction, but it's already, it's really just a formality. It's going to be, he, he's going to win. University of Tennessee, the NCAA came in and said to the University of Tennessee, University of Virginia, they said, look, you guys have cheated by entering into contract negotiations, uh, you know, informally, verbally with athletes before they sign with you either in the portal or as recruits. In other words, you're going to recruit an athlete and into the portal, you're going to go recruit an athlete into your school as a recruit, and you're talking to them about, okay, we agree to so much money in an NIL. Currently, the NCAA rules say you can't do that. All right? They said, no, you can't do that. You can only say you can get a scholarship and, you know, we have a spot for you and kind of the old school way of doing things. And if they say anything about the NIL, they say, well, there's some collective money, and when you get to campus after you sign with us, we'll figure out how much money you get. That, that's, what, that's what the NCAA rule is. And Tennessee and Virginia went, hell with that. We're just, we're, we want to negotiate with these guys. How much money, how much money are you looking there for there, Joe? How much do you want? Well, the NCAA rules say I can't say. How much do you want? This goes to the whole, you remember, remember the name Jaden Rashada? down at Florida with a $13 million offer that was reportedly out there 
And some guy said, yes, $13 million in Florida. But no, we can't negotiate. It's against NCAA rules. And he ended up leaving Florida and going to Arizona State because Florida was like, oh, we're going to get in so much trouble because you can't negotiate prior to him coming to campus. They told him, he said, Rashada, we can't negotiate. We're out. We're out. I don't care what the booster said, even though the booster said what we, what we would tell you. We can't do that, okay? We don't want to get in any trouble here. Well, Tennessee and Virginia sued, and they won this week. The judge said, no, of course you can enter into a contract. Of course, before he even shows up, before he signs with you, you can sit down with him and say, okay, we're going to give you a full-ride scholarship, and we're going to give you this much money every year. And, and by the way, that contract that you would sign for the NIL for this player – is a good thing because then the player is committed to you contractually. You're committed to the player contractually. And so it's on, it's a legal binding contract and not just something that somebody shook a hand on. It's a, so I think it's a very good thing. The second thing that happened, and, and this is why I'm going to ask you about this, is this week the commissioner of the Big Ten, Tony Petiti, see, understand, I want to be real clear about this. The Big Ten and the SEC rule college football. The ACC has no say, okay? The Big 12 has no say. Notre Dame has no say. The Big Ten and the SEC are making the rules. They changed the 12-team playoff unilaterally from a 6-6 six and six model, where there were going to be six automatic bursts and six wild cards, to 5-7. and seven. The SEC and the Big Ten said, yeah, we're going to change that 12-team from 6-6 six and six to 5-7 and because there's no more Pac-12. And did you know everybody said, oh, that's a good idea. Uh, yeah, sure. We're... Of course they said that because they can't say anything else. They can't say boo. The college football management playoff management committee is the Big Ten and the SEC. They run it. It's them. They run all of college football. So whatever they say goes. So all we need now is for Petiti, Tony Petiti, and Greg Sankey, the commissioners of the SEC and Big Ten, to sit down in Nashville or someplace and say, okay, it's time. And they're already doing that. Because Bill Hancock, who's the head of the College Football Management Playoff Committee, has said that within the next month, this 12-team playoff is going to be expanded. You ready for that? They're going to 14 teams or maybe 16 teams. And what does that tell you? It tells you they have to do it this fast. So it'll be 12 teams this year. Oh, and by the way, guess what? It's going to be 14 or 16 next year. And when they do that, they have to do that so they can negotiate the television deal and in order to negotiate the television deal for a 14 or 16 team playoff they need to uh, negotiate the television deal together the Big Ten and SEC for the entire super conference which means 30 what 34 teams between the two leagues they have to sit down and say how many teams are we going to be we going to be 46 48 or 56 I think they'll do 56 okay let's invite 22 more teams and they're going to be part of our SEC Big Ten coalition and that's the Florida States and the Clemsons and the Miamis and the Baylors and Arizona's, Arizona States, Colorado's, whatever 22 they come up with. They'll invite them into the fold here for Super Conference so that they can begin to negotiate the TV deal and the new 16-team playoff. Now, that may make you really angry, but this is happening faster than I ever thought. They have to govern the NIL. They have to govern recruiting. They have to govern all these things under a new set of rules by these 56 teams, all right? They have to because it's a Wild West and it's out of control. And these coaches are quitting. And they've got to do new TV deals. My question to you is, does this make you happy as a fan? I'm really curious. Or does all of this make you sad and disappointed 
that college football is about to become professional football. 404-726-0929. Your call's next with John Fricke on Sports Radio 90 Time the Game. John Fricke from the Northern Kia Studios. I want to apologize to all of you about that you know, little uh, rant that I went on, which is background kind of story here. I want to try and simplify things. I know that I get into the weeds on this because it is in my nature as somebody who has covered college football. And it, college football, by the way, is my favorite sport. Uh, and uh, it is something that I've covered for over four decades and I've covered it in a very deep manner here. I, I wanted, it's not that I, I don't trust you with all the facts here, but I just want to try to help you understand that those two stories that happened this week, this is a runaway train, and it's off the rails. And the only way to get it back is to form Super Conference as soon as possible, and it sounds like that's going to be done in the next two to three weeks. Two to three weeks where we're going to get another expansion of the playoffs. We're going to get the Big Ten and the SEC to agree. They've already agreed to an advisory committee together, okay, which is the first step to them merging. The Big Ten and the SEC are about to merge. And when they merge, they announce the merger, they're going to invite another. They already have 34 teams. Let's say they invite another 22. That will be the new Super Conference because they have to negotiate the TV deals. And so we're going to end up with the College Football Alliance. We'll just call it that for lack of a better term. I'll call it the CFA, and that will be 56 teams. And if your team is left out, if you're Wake Forest or Duke or Army or Navy or Air Force and you're left out, and Georgia State, you will be left out. If you're left out, you're just going to be you're going to be in the next level down, and you're going to be playing with Georgia State and Appalachian State. Wake will be in a league with probably Duke and Appalachian State and James Madison. That's where you'll be for football. The ACC can still continue to exist in basketball and baseball and everything else, just they will lose some members in their football league because of the fact that they're going to go to this college football alliance. And this is all happening so fast. And what really triggered it was the fact that Tennessee and Virginia won this lawsuit. Because now what's about to happen is college football really is about to become semi to professional football at least at the College Football Alliance level of those 56 teams. Because now the judges ruled all these schools can enter into contract negotiations with a player prior to their signing, whether they're coming out of the portal or uh, they're just being recruited. You can now sit with them and his agent in high school and agree to a contract for X amount of dollars. You're going to sign them, which means if you're going to sign them, then they're probably going to be a union. There's probably going to be a lot of ways to govern this. And it's about to become some version of professional football. The question is, as you understand that that's happening and it's going to happen, you can't can't even imagine how fast it's about to happen. Bill Hancock said, we want to have this done within the month. Within the month, by the end of March. That's how fast they want it. And Bill Hancock's the, you know, he's the executive chairman of the College Football Playoff Management Committee, which is the College Football Alliance. So my question to you is, as this happens so fast, and we're about to head to this thing, and it's about to become a reality here, does it make you happy, or does it ruin the game for you? Eric, does it make you happy, or is it going to ruin the game that college football is going to kind of finally become, at least at that elite level of 56 teams or so, basically professional football? It does not make me happy, not at all. It's going to kill the traditional rivalries. It's going to kill 
the regular experience for the average fan or the fan who just, you know, wants to see the old traditions. I mean, no, I'm not very happy about this at all. Um, I, but what rivalries are killing? Well, I mean, you, you th- think about some of your, your Georgia rivalries. I mean, um, not every school from the SEC is going to be a part of this, you know, oh, yeah. 50. Oh, no, every school in the SEC is. But, uh, okay, well, okay, every school in the ACC, you know. I, I, no, you no know. not every school in the ACC, correct. Right, you know, it's going to kill some of these some of these really good, you know. But they could play them non-conference. I mean, they could still play them. It, Wake, Forest, a, Wake Forest and Duke are not in, right? Let's say Wake Forest and Duke are not in among the 56. That is Carolina that's probably going to happen. Yeah, Carolina's, Carolina's a border, but they're a borderline team. Sometimes they're decent, sometimes they're really bad, you know. No, 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 it has nothing to do with how good you are. It only has to do with how much you bring to the table. Duke okay. doesn't bring anything to the table. North Carolina brings a state of 11 million people, mostly North Carolina fans. Uh, it's television. Hmm. Okay. Virginia is 11 million people. It's television. Okay. Do you follow? That, why do you think the Big Ten took Rutgers? Because they're good? Because the New Jersey, New York market. Right. Uh, exactly. Okay. And that's okay. why, and I see, remember, I'm an old school <laughs> ACC guy. That's why Maryland left the ACC, because they wanted the Big Ten Network's cut of their pie. Right, exactly. And, it, and messed up. It, it really, really upset a lot of the old traditional Terps fans because we love well, yeah, seeing but, but Maryland play Duke happened, every year. Though. I know, but that's always happened, though. I mean, it's not like – I mean, Georgia Tech used to be in the SEC at one point. So did South Carolina. I mean, conference alignments have changed all the time. I mean, that's not a new thing. I think some fans think that's But when new. you do that's a delivery not. for a money bag, when you do a delivery for a money bag, that's just upsetting. But it's always been for a money bag. But, it's but always been try to money. fool me though. You know, hit me in the face and tell me I got you know <laughs> struck by lightning something. <laughs> okay. So anyway, so the, but the difference now is is the NIL is such a wild west, right? We all know that. There's no rules that govern it. Now there are rules at the state individual state levels. Did you know that some states allow high school athletes to sign NIL deals? Yeah, the, the state we're in just signed it into law last year. The state right. we're in. Some states don't. Some states do. Some states don't. I don't have a problem. I don't know why you wouldn't allow an athlete to enter an NIL deal. It makes no sense to me. In uh, high school? You want to see high sure, school kids driving up in their Lamborghinis now? Well, excuse me. Can a high school kid have a hit record? Can he drive a Lamborghini if he has a number one hit? He's probably out of high school. He's probably going to homeschool. No, 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 no. What about, what about a 14-year-old actor who wins a, an Academy Award? Once again, probably not going to be in high school anymore. They're probably going to go and say, okay, I'm going to follow my career and I'll go to homeschooling. But a kid who's okay. the, football, the quarterback of the football team who has to be in school so he can play the football team driving up in no his name. There's no guarantee of that. I mean, I mean, in certain states, like in the state of Georgia, you have to go to high school until you're 18. Right, but now, now, now I can get paid. I, now I can get paid. I mean, I, mean, right. I mean, the whole reason the number one quarterback in this state is moving to California is because of his NIL deal. Right. Yeah, that happens. So, anyway, let's get back to college football. I don't want to get too far afield here. My question to you is simple. We are about to go headlong careening at 150 miles an hour into whatever will be called Super Conference. The current 34 teams of the Big Ten and the SEC, who have all, those two uh, conferences have aligned now in an advisory capacity to take over college football. They announced this week that they are going to unilaterally, don't kid yourself, change the 12-team playoff from six automatic bursts and six wild cards to five automatic bursts and seven wild cards so they can get one or more of their teams in for more money. They also announced that they're going to expand the playoff from 12 to 14 or 16 teams by next year. 
and they did that unilaterally. They did not consult the ACC. They did not consult Notre Dame. doesn't matter if you think Notre Dame's on the advisory committee. It doesn't matter. They have no say. Big Ten and the SEC run the show. They're making the calls. They're saying, what do you think? Okay, yeah, thanks. I appreciate your sitting at the table, but we'll make the call. That's what's happening. And they're going to they're gonna invite 22 more teams, and you're either in or out. And this is going to be so that when Tennessee and Virginia won this lawsuit this week, the NCAA's rule over Division I major college football died. Now they have to have a new set of rules. So it's not it's just like we were talking about, not state by state, willy-nilly here and there. These 56 teams are going to have schools. They're going to have to sit down and agree to what the rules are. Basically a salary cap for the NIL. And, yes, they're going to have to enter into contracts with players uh, you know, and so basically it's become professional football. My question to you, it's, it's, it's happening so fast. When it does happen, and it will happen fast, and it will happen, uh, is it going to make you happy or sad? And by the way, you're not going to lose any rivalries. I, I don't know any – don't get me wrong. All the SEC teams are going in. All the Big Ten teams are going in. You're still going to have all these teams, Georgia, Florida, Alabama, Auburn. They may split into new divisions. That's possible. They, as a matter of fact, that might be likely. They get 56 teams, and they'll say we're now in seven, eight-team divisions. Okay. Mike is on with us here. Uh, Mike, welcome to the show. Yeah, John, thanks for uh, thanks for having me. So, yeah, I, I'm excited about it, and the only reason is uh, is because we're we're already in in the midst of a really unscalable chaos. Um, you know, there's there's no way to control the portal, the NIL money. Uh, and it's gotten to the point where, like you mentioned, you know, coaches are kind of fleeing. And I can see that unscalable chaos literally looking at Kirby Smart face. I mean, he's <clears throat> as pale as a ghost, and he looks as tired as Al Pacino in, in the movie Insomnia. So just that alone, it, it's not scalable. So we have to do something. So I'm excited that we're going down a path that's actually going to lead us to some sort of semblance of a, of a structure um, and some rules around um, NIL and the transfer portal. So I think it's going to settle college football uh, and give us a, you know, a champion um, you know, with the playoff that's going to be the actual champion, and there's going to be no dispute about it. So you, you know the perfect example of this is USC and UCLA, and I'll tell you why. UCLA is part of the California system, right? Uh, the, the main campus, like you know, the University of Georgia Athens is the main campus, right? Uh, University of Tennessee, Knoxville is the main camp- campus of the University of Tennessee system. UT Chattanooga is not. UCLA is not the main campus of the University of California system. The University of California, Berkeley, is the main campus. But the University of California, Los Angeles, UCLA, is a public school where they fight in the state legislature over things like can you pay people a certain amount of money, they restrict how much coaches can make, uh, they're certainly going to restrict how much players can make. And UCLA, Chip Kelly said, wait a second now, USC, and people don't understand this, USC, which is also joining the Big Ten, University of Southern California, is a private school that's not governed. And USC, you may not know that, USC is a private school. USC is a private school not governed by state, uh, you know, these state mandates that we are. They could spend a lot more on players. They could spend a lot more on coaches. They can go buy everybody. And Chip Kelly said, look, I can't compete here if USC is going to be doing it on this level and we're doing it on this level. I'm so hamstrung. I'm going to get clobbered. I'm out. That's why he left. Because you said it's an uncontrollable chaos, correct? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. Um, you know, just between the the private and public schools, and even 
um, it gets even deep bad. You know, you look at Arizona this year, you know, Fish left because, you know, they couldn't get the, his, his salary approval done in time because they had to go through the Board of Regents, right? So he went to Washington. I mean, I think that's the entire factor, but that was part of it, um, just knowing some people that are close to the Arizona program. But Well, yeah, but there's it, another reason, available. too. Hang on. There's another yeah. reason, too. Arizona's yeah. in the Big 12. Washington's in the Big 10. Washington gets an automatic pass into the Super Conference. True. Yeah, a couple reasons for him. Yeah, not not the only reason, but yeah, I agree. And and you know, it, I, I think this is going to solve some of it. Uh, you know, it, it's not the ideal scenario, but I think it's the only scenario we have right now. So I'm happy yeah, that this it's is, being accelerated. Yeah, hi, and it's being accelerated at warp speed. Thank you, I appreciate the call. The other mic here. Hang on, I, I unfortunately I'm talking so much here and going into break, and I'm really trying not to make this complicated. I really want to kind of bring this back down. Does it make you happy? Where we're headed, because we're headed there so fast. Is it going to be? Are you going to be happy when we get to a? And I'll call it a fifty-six team because I think that's what it's going to be. That's just my guess. Fifty-six team super conference, and an announcement of a fifty-six team super conference with a sixteen-team playoff, and the announcement comes in a month from now. Are you going to be? And and players can sign contracts. Is that going to make you happy as a college football fan? On Sports Radio ninety-two nine, the game. One thing's true about life, just kind of generally and broadly, is that it always moves forward. You know, I used to tell my daughter something my, my my dad told me once when I was young. He says, you know, life's a river. I mean, when you're traveling down the river, it never stops. You just have to go around the next bend, and you've got to deal with whatever's in front of you. And by the way, oh, it keeps going, it keeps going. It only stops when it ends forever. Otherwise, it never stops. You're always you have to move forward, and so because you just do. Look at professional sports, right? We were talking about Acuna's contract this week, and the fact that uh, you know that maybe they should give him a new contract, and how much money they were talking about. And I said, you know, you do realize we're we're closing in soon in professional sports in the first hundred million dollar a year player. There's going to be a player, Eric Slaughter. In football, or a quarterback, or a, a basketball player, or a baseball star, who gets a five-year, five hundred million, that's going to happen. Oh yeah, I agree with you. I know you made that point a couple, maybe last week or so. I agree with you hundred yeah. percent. You know, the question okay. is, what yeah. sport do you think it happens in first? Because you were talking about Ronald Acuna Jr. when you first made that point, and I was listening to. Well, you. the reason I would say baseball is because you know the cap situation. You have teams in, you know, places like Los Angeles and, and New York. Since baseball is a soft cap and, and the, um, the NBA cap rules are, you know, the, the penalties are so, so much stronger. And, of course, there's a hard cap in the NFL. So my guess is in the United States it's baseball. In the world it might be soccer. Five years? Mm, inside of five years. Inside of five years. A hundred million a year. Yep. You know, I remember, I remember, you know, I'm, I'm getting up there in age. I remember when Kyle Ripken in Baltimore got his first million dollar contract and they all said, what? A million dollars a year for Kyle Ripken? Then uh, what athlete? What was, was, was Kevin Garnett in basketball the first athlete to get a hundred million dollar contract over the life of his contract? Oh, I did see the one I, that sticks out to me was Alex Rodriguez when he got the $250 million yeah. Yeah, from, from Tom Hicks to go to the Rangers and right. everybody went, he's getting $25 million a year to play baseball. It was like just... Obscene. Yeah. Now, Ron Say was a baseball player who was a star player for the Dodgers and the Cubs in the 70s, uh, third baseman. Hit a lot of home runs, was a good player. 
And I had him on a radio show once, and I said, what was your first major league contract for? And he said 25000 25000 a year. And he was happy to get major it. Major league. He was happy yep. to get it. You know? Yep. Um, when I first got to Morehouse and I was working in the athletic department, Tree Rollins, you remember Tree? Tree was sure, – what Tree. did Tree do in the offseason? Do you remember? Well, he worked for us at CNN. Yeah, he was a cameraman. Partly. He was a cameraman. He's a cameraman. He's a cameraman. Yeah. yeah. And he yeah, was. No, I, he ran camera for me. <laughs> he used to come work out because the Hawks used to do workouts at Morehouse, and um, and the coaches tell me that yeah, in the off season because they only made so much money, he would go be a cameraman. Six foot eleven, Tree Rollins. I, I couldn't believe it. Oh yeah, he ran camera for us. <laughs> we we would talk to him in the breaks. <laughs> How you doing, Tree? Good. Yeah, Tree Rollins ran camera at CNN in the off season. Because they needed he, a second was, job. Was he NBA All Star at the time? Probably best of, one of the yeah, best. Probably of, close one, to it. One of the best defensive players in the NBA. Like, yeah, I gotta go my yeah. side job. <laughs> right, exactly. I know, different world. Four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine. The question is simple. The, the situation is complicated. I'm, I'm trying to boil it down to you as, fa- as best I can. College football is changing again. Look what we've had with the portal, with the NIL, with the conference realignments. The Pac-12 is gone. We, we're now going to a 12-team playoff. But this is just the start of the changes. I know it's going to make your head hurt. I understand that. But the best thing I could tell you is when we go through the next period of change here, which is going to happen super fast to get to super conference, it will be a good thing because finally things will settle down. And finally we'll get – clarity on the NIL and we'll get clarity on the portal because they'll make the rules. All the members will vote on it. They will all agree. It will have to be probably a unanimous vote. If you don't agree to it, they'll kick you out. So it'll probably be a unanimous vote and everybody will play. All 56 schools will play by the same rules. Now the downside of all of this is, is that college football at that level that uh, super conference level is about to become professional football based on the ruling of the judge this week, ruling in favor of the University of Tennessee and University of Virginia. And you're going to be able to enter contracts with players prior to signing them to their their scholarship. Okay, So it's some form of professional football where they sign NIL deals and the scholarship at the same time. We negotiate an NIL deal. We'll pay you 100000 a year. That's what we value you at. And you're going to say, well, you know, uh, Memphis, uh, rather, uh, this biggest, uh, Memphis won't be in the 56. Uh, well, um, you know, I'm at Tennessee, and and uh, Georgia has offered me uh, 250000 a year. And we're, okay, well, we're not, we don't value that you that much. Go sign with Georgia, you know. I mean, or, oh, they're offering you $250,000. we will make it three. We want you that bad. There's going to be nego- – they're going to sign and negotiate contracts with these athletes at this level. Does that make you happy? Does it make you sad? Do you think we're going to lose forever what we thought college football was? Or is it a good thing? 404-726-0929. Let's go to Archie. Hey, Archie, welcome to the show. Welcome to the Hi, guys. Good, morning. good afternoon. How are you doing? Good. Um, I'm extremely happy with this move. Um, if we look at it from being uh, an amateur sport to professional, if we look at it in that route, as far as a scholarship is a contract, it's just was a terrible contract that's been normalized over the years. When I'm a former athlete, the, the contract is I will give you a hot in the cot and something to eat for four years and the promise of a good education 
for this contract which is only something to either somewhere to live. Now we're moving into the progress where it is a contract for work and they're being paid what they look to be valued at. So I'm extremely happy in this move. And I think also it will create parity in the college athletic realm where it's only usually a top 10 that we can always pick from. Now with the NIL, it will become more uh, competitive and uh, more uh, a parity in, in that sport similar to the NBA and the NFL. That, that's absolutely true, which is what – right, back to your thing about scholarships because some fans don't know about this, Archie, because you said four years. Most fans don't realize that scholarships are one-year renewable. You think you're signing a four-year deal, you're really not. You can get cut after the first year if you're not any good or something, and they could just they pull the scholarship from you. Um, that stands today, by the way. Uh, and yeah. and then I, I've always been in favor of athletes having rights that were equivalent to other students, and they were not equivalent to other students, and it wasn't fair in my book. I thought it was illegal, yeah. frankly. Uh, and Absolutely. so I've always been in favor of this. But you're right. This is what Nick Saban was warning about, okay? When Nick Saban said, hey, this is not – because Nick Saban saw it coming. He saw Super Conference coming. He saw the NIL coming. He saw all these rules that were going to govern the NIL coming. He saw all of this coming, and he got out because he, he wants to say to people privately, and you need to prepare for this. Everybody needs to prepare for this, all right? Because Archie's 100% correct. One of the things we're going to see is an incredible parody in college football where we talk about you having to win 17 or play 17 games to win a national title. The idea that somebody's going to go 16-1 and one, I don't think so. 14 and 3, it's going to be like the Super Bowl where teams win. You're 11 and 6 and you're a champion. You could lose five games. It's going to become parody. There's going to be a lot of parody in college football. And because they also may limit Archie, they may go from 85 scholarships down to 65. Correct. Correct. I actually think in this process, it opens up the ability, like I said, with the negotiation process, that the athletes will have the ability to, like I said, negotiate more things and also have the ability. It could go from 60 uh, scholarships to 120 because now when a a player negotiates a contract for $200,000, they're no longer on contract uh, on scholarship. They can pay for for their own education. No, that, so that, that that's possible too. Well, but they, but to, to you, Archie, Archie, to your point, there's that already exists. It's something called PWO, yeah. which is preferred walk on, <laughs> and they yeah. they come up with this in the last couple of years of the NIL. They came up with this thing called a preferred walk on, and what they do is they get their boosters to uh, and their collective to give somebody enough money to cover a scholarship, even though they're not a scholarship. Uh-huh. You get it? It's called a preferred walk on. Yeah. yeah. Really? Absolutely. Yeah. So I already really exists. In this process. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm actually excited. I've been waiting for this day to come because any other sport, if you look at soccer, baseball, basketball, once a kid turns 17, he can go what they call semi-pro, pro anywhere except for football. So yeah, there, there, there are different rules. Time. Well, I mean, yeah, they're, they're well, but there are different rules. I mean, there's the one-and-done rule that the NBA has that I wish they'd get rid of. That's an NBA rule, not a college basketball rule. The NFL's rule is that you have to wait till after the third year of your 
current collegiate, you have to wait till your junior year is over before you can apply for the NFL. That's an NFL rule. And the courts, by the way, have ruled in favor of the leagues to set these minimum standards. Baseball's rule is right now is that if you sign with a major league team out of high school and go into the major league system, uh, that's fine. But if you sign with a college, baseball's rule says you can you have to wait two years. Okay, so the NBA yeah. says you have to wait a year. Baseball says you have to wait two years, and then you can reapply for the draft. And the NFL says you're not allowed to come into the league until after three years uh, post your high school graduation. And the NFL does that primarily because they need bodies to grow up and grow into because it's such a violent game. Uh, so yeah. that, those are the – and by the way, those are league rules. Those are not NCAA or college rules. I, I get it. See, uh, as far as that is concerned, I really don't think it's more about maturity. It's about controlling the pipeline. Um, and it goes back to what we stated. That's why I'm happy about the contracts. And those things, I really think those rules, if a player isn't physically ready to go to the NBA or uh, the NBA, uh, the NFL, the scouts should know that. So I think it's more about controlling and uh, profit margining things to slow down things and control the pipeline. But I don't want to go too far that way, but I, I want to just say I'm extremely happy with the negotiation process of the players because um, it go, also goes back to in college, I've seen many a times where the best athletes, they're absolutely outstanding, and they get hurt, like you said, after the first year. And the only thing they had to hold on to was a promise of a career three years later where now with their image and the uh, amount of money they've allowed – or help the schools make that they should have a piece of that, even if they only play one, uh, one series, one down, one semester. And I'm good. Going to be really wild, Archie. I appreciate the call. Thanks again. And we can wrap this up here if you want to. In the last 45 minutes, jump in on this and tell me how you feel. If you're a college football fan, we'll move back to the Falcons with the combine opening up and everything else. But I just wanted to kind of get that out there in this hour so that we are all clear on where we're headed with this. Because I don't want you to get blindsided. Wait, you're going to wake up in a month from now and you're going to go, wait, the Big Ten and the SEC have merged in their former super conference and we're going to have players can get paid? Yeah, I just told you that. Oh, I didn't know that was coming. It's coming. Wait, the playoffs going to be 16 teams, not 12? Yep. Stand by for news, right? Stand by for news if you're a Falcons fan. The Combine is this week. If you're a Rays fan, green flag in two hours at AMS. If you're a baseball fan, game two of the Braves spring training. If you're a basketball fan, Hawks tonight. A lot going on in Atlanta on Sports Radio 92. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 